welcome back to Ted and Tanner do a podcast. I am Ted here with my buddy Tanner. We are glad to be back another week, another podcast. We have a plan. We're moving forward. And guess what? At this point, you've made it through Thanksgiving. Whatever that looks like, whatever the CDC recommended you do or you didn't do, we're here now. This can be a place of confession if you need it to be. That's right. That's right. But Tanner, we've, we've made it through. I mean, Thanksgiving has passed. And do you ever feel like Thanksgiving is like a marker in the year? Every day is a marker this year, I think. <laughs> That's true. I made it, made it to a Thursday. I made yeah. it to a Monday. I, it's, I, it's, I think going back to Easter, mm-hmm. I think Easter was the big one where we kind of realized, hey, this monumental day is not going to be celebrated the way that we celebrated it for right. the years before. And so as and we're recording this a little bit before Thanksgiving, and at the moment, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. However, I don't know what that looks like just yet. And so right. it is really taking everything minute by minute and uh, trying to remain hopeful and positive with the understanding that, hey, it's it may not go the way that you want it to go, mm-hmm. and that's going to be okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I think Thanksgiving is one of those markers for me. I I always enjoy Thanksgiving. Um, first of all, the food, family. Right. But right. There's just something. There's like the buzz of Christmas in the air, right and around the corner. I like Christmas so much more than Thanksgiving. Like well, and. Like no Tanner said, Thanksgiving. we're we're recording this pre-Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for an episode that comes out post-Thanksgiving. Things I'm interested to see uh, is, you know, kind of the uh, the American marking of the beginning of the Christmas season is Santa coming through at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which will be virtual this year. And I'm just curious. To be fair, it's been virtual every year I've attended it too. Right, so. exactly, exactly. I'm just interested how they will do it virtually from where they are. So that will be interesting. What's your What's your uh, normal Thanksgiving day? Do you have like a routine? Yeah, so for me, um, usually, you know, kind of treat it, wake up like a regular day. But I'm I'm a parade guy. I like having the parade on, even if I'm not watching it. Um, you know, in the background, maybe, uh, usually I'm making some, uh, I make dinner rolls. That's kind of one of my things. And so that's a little bit of a, a time based thing where you, you have to let the bread rise, uh, twice. And so you got to start it kind of early, um, to get those Over, rice bread in there. It is, it really is, but it's delicious. So it's worth it. So uh, but yeah, no, I, I do parades, but pajamas, right? I don't put on real clothes until it's time to get together for Thanksgiving. Here's my here here's my my issue with that. If you are going to have a celebration, yeah, a comfortable, cozy celebration, which is what Thanksgiving usually is, and you're going to eat a lot of food, why are you putting on pants that require a belt or a button? You grew up, so you grew up in Florida. Correct. I grew up in Texas. Uh, but my mom's side of the family is from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And the, what I saw was 
and you can tell me how it was in Florida, but it, to me it was more, and maybe it was just uh, how it came, but I saw more kind of like from our parents' generation, you dress up for Thanksgiving. Now, I'm not saying you dress down, right? Like I'm not saying, hey, you're wearing sweats to the table, but I'm yeah. also not going to like put on a really nice shirt that's just going to get gravy all over it. I don't get it. Exactly. Exactly. Can I tell you something that I thought of this week? Tanner, this is a little bit, to tell this me. is a little bit off topic, but it kind of goes back to what we had talked about in our previous episode when we did our Thanksgiving sides draft, which I'm mm -hmm. still thinking about, but when we got to the final part and we started talking about pies and we talked about our favorite dessert. True. I realized this week that I think my favorite pie is quiche. A savory pie. I think it's quiche. Maybe it's because we've been watching the great British baking show, but I just, there's something Tanner, about I, the quiche. You know, I just got to tell you, it must feel very strange to sit in a place of so much wrong. It's um, getting comfortable. I'll be honest. Quiches are not bad, but listen, when I want a pie, I don't want, I don't want a chicken pot pie. I don't want a mincemeat oh. pie. Oh no, not mince meat. I don't want to. I don't want an egg pie, which is what a quiche is. But it's delicious. If you had, a quiche. I, I'm not saying it's not delicious. I'm saying when I want a pie, I want it to be sweet. I want it to be good. I think that the quiche is like if I'm hungry, I need a, I need a good snack. I want quiche. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm taking us really dear, far off the topic of Thanksgiving dear, by throwing the quiche in. But I, dear listeners, I got to tell you, in our planning for this episode, quiche did not come up once. Quiche in, and it's brilliant. Welcome to uh, Ted and Tanner do a train of thought. Welcome to a um, podcast where the right. plan goes out the window as soon as somebody mentions anything quiche. other than what's on the plan. Yes. But I mean, I mean, just but here's the thing. I will say, I will say. Um, if you've ever been to that great French establishment, Le Madeleine's, uh, Le Madeleine, if you're from France, I'd assume. Um, I do, if I'm there for breakfast, their bacon and egg quiche, hard to beat. So I'm telling you, man, quiche is easily forgotten, but hard to forget. Easily forgotten, but hard to forget, which is also can, can the, name of, my the name of my memoir. <laughs> let's, let's, let's make stickers. <laughs> Easily Ted, forgotten. Ted and Tanner do a podcast. Uh, so Tanner, as, as we've, okay, we've got quiche. We, we're, we're still, you know, this side of Thanksgiving, but now let's imagine that we're past it, right? So we're on the other side of Thanksgiving, and now Christmas season has started. Now, here's my question to you, Tanner. Are you and Sarah of a household that says Halloween closes its doors at 1159 on October 31st and Christmas swings wide open on November 1st? Or, or are you a household that says, hey, we got to wait till Black Friday, the true beginning of Christmas season? No, we are... We are under the mindset that each holiday should be given its time, but mm -hmm. there's going to have to be a little bit of crossover every now and again. Like we had up some mm -hmm. fall decorations, which are most connected to, you know, Thanksgiving rather than 
uh, Halloween, but we had them up for Halloween. I don't, I'm not really like a big Halloween guy, big candy guy, not a big Halloween guy. Um, but we usually put up like the Christmas tree right around Thanksgiving. So maybe it's up the day or two before or a day mm-hmm. or two after. But when you love something, like we love Christmas, you want to kind of celebrate it for as long as you can uh, without getting carried away, right? So we're under the impression like a couple of days after Thanksgiving or before Thanksgiving is okay. But this year, we've had our Christmas tree up since the middle of uh, November, just because it's been a strange year. Why not put it up early? Why not? I mean, it brings us joy. And joy has been kind of a, a hard thing to get your hands on in 2020, I think. So on November 2nd, I walked into a coffee shop with my brother and we were getting ready to do some, uh, a staff meeting and they were blaring their Christmas playlist to which of course I tweeted Christmas music before black Friday should not happen. Welcome to my Ted talk. Yes. Now here's, well, was here's, it well attended? Uh, I'd say it was very split decision <laughs> and you could see that in my comments. Now uh, I do, I, I would give now a 2020 addendum, a right. uh, 2020 um, pass, if you will, to say, I understand some people were like, listen, uh, 2020 has 2020 and I just want Christmas music. And I go, 2020, I'll give you a pass. But I would say for, for me, I don't want Christmas music before Black Friday. Like, I like that. the Friday after Thanksgiving, hey, that's when we'll start pulling out the tree. Now, this year, we're, we'll probably do it a week beforehand. Again, 2020. Um, but I don't know. The way I feel is, is I want to celebrate Thanksgiving and then I want to get to Christmas. Part of it too is like, I do it all because I have Thanksgiving and then a week later is week or two later, depending on when Thanksgiving lands is my birthday and then Christmas. So for me, I want to make sure everything gets its due because let me tell you, you know what gets eaten up? December birthdays. They do. It's just all you Jesus people out there. I know, right? Last year, Happy I turned thirty-three. Jesus. Called my dad and was like, "Hey, isn't it crazy? You know, I'm thirty-three." And his response was, "Well, you know, Jesus died at thirty-three." And I said, "Thanks, Dad. That was helpful." Not <laughs> that sure. Changed I'm happy. my entire life. <laughs> Not sure. I'm happy with how quickly you said that. Well, so, where, where else is everybody else's? Where else is it like most Christians' mind go when you say thirty-three? It's true. It's not Scotty Pippen. It's not Patrick Ewing. It's Jesus Christ. Except um, for let me ask you this, uh, and this is also how you ask a question on a podcast. Let me yeah. ask you this: When do you stop listening to Christmas music? When do I stop? Yeah. Um. Like at what point are you? I like, would say oh. we're firm believers in the 12 days of Christmas mainly. So we don't have to tear down our Christmas stuff right away. But I would mm-hmm. say by new year's we're done, you know, listening to Christmas music and depending on how lazy we are, we are like, I mean, well, we have our, our decorations put away by the beginning of first or second week March. of January. <laughs> yeah. 
We did one house we lived in. We loved how um, uh, how the lights looked. And so we left them up. We're like, this is just kind of a fun thing. And we had a neighbor we had never met walked over and was like, hi, I'm so-and-so and I live here. And I just want to let you know that, you know, I don't know if you forgot to take down your Christmas lights, but they really shine into our bedroom. And I was like, number one, (laughs) you could have just said like, Hey, like, you know, it looks really pretty, you know, thanks. Like, would you mind? Like, it just kind of shines brightly, but it was like, uh, maybe you forgot, which is like, uh, if you never lived in the South holiday spirit. Yeah. Yeah. It was the deep South, like bless your heart. You know, oh, I love it. I, I've gotten a lot of bless my hearts in my, in my time. Right. Right. Bless his little heart. Bless it again, please. Yeah, please do. So bless Tanner, you said, you said Christmas trees already up. Are you guys already blaring Christmas music or no, I am not. Um, you know, this might make me sound a little bit like the Grinch, but I'm not like a big Christmas music kind of guy mm-hmm. until it's like, we're we're in eyesight of Christmas day. And right now we're mm-hmm. not quite in eyesight of yeah. Christmas day. Yeah. Um, just because like I love Mariah Carey, but I can only take it so many times, man. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I want more, more for Christmas than that song, but um, yeah, we'll get around to so, music. Now in Nashville, do you guys get, I mean, do you guys have a white Christmas or is it kind of like, man, we'll see. We, we didn't have one last year. We had, I think a little bit of snow in like January or February, but not, not much, yeah. not much here. We get a yeah. lot of ice or we've gotten ice in the past, but mm-hmm. nah, there's not going to be a white Christmas here. Um, and as of right now, the plan is to be with the in-laws in Indiana and they might have a white, cool. a more, a more white Christmas, more white Christmas. Yeah. More white Christmas. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I'll be honest, man. Like, uh, with it being a strange year, I am very much looking forward to Christmas and especially like kind of walking through the the Christmas story, going through Advent again and just kind of like uh, kind of sitting in the the waiting and the longing and the expectation as for what is what is to come. Yeah, no, I agree. Ted. Hey, Tanner. So Christmas is coming up and I don't know if you remember this part about the Christmas season, but it's a great time to buy gifts for the people that you love or the people that you feel too indebted to. Um, That's right. That's right. Especially those people. Especially those people. I have a couple of ideas for you this Christmas. And I actually put together a Christmas list for 2020 full of independent artists and musicians. And it's at written to speak.com. You can check it out. But one of those very special musicians mm-hmm. is one Matt daring. That's right. Matt, who has a new EP that just came out along with some, I don't know. Have you, have you seen them? They're these uh, enamel buttons. That's I have more I have coffee, one. Please. You have yeah. one. I have one too. They are, they're fantastic. Uh, and so if you go to written to speak.com, uh, and you can check out the 2020 Christmas list and on there, you can find Matt Daring. He's one of the highlighted artists, uh, and check out his website and, uh, pick up one of those pins for somebody who, you know, loves coffee 
this year for Christmas. Now, Tanner, as, as you were saying, like, I think there's there's something as we come into this season, I'm very glad that this is how we end the year. You know, that this is the season we're going to end with. Um, and actually... Well, to, to be fair, this year has been ending for quite a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this year <laughs> ended in March, and we've just been living it uh, until... It's a, slow, it's a slow, yeah. slow death. Well, that was like... I I made a point to to get in touch with some folks uh, from our church, and I realized, oh, the last time I sent you a message was March, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, that seems like I didn't do, you know, wow, I'm bad. Um, but I, I think one of one of the things. So so we've talked a little bit. You just mentioned the idea of Advent, which actually started yesterday on the 29th. So Advent is a season in the church calendar that is the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. So uh, it's some people will say, Hey, it's, Oh, December one, the season of Advent. No, it, it could be, it could not be. It's the final four Sundays uh, before Christmas. So this year that starts the 29th of November. Now, what I love about Advent is that even as I love the Christmas season, as I love the things going around it, uh, in the Christian faith, Advent is a time where we, we slow down and we anticipate. Uh, we, we look and we say, hey, what's coming? You know, and for us, it's the second coming of Christ, that even as we celebrate Jesus entering into this world, it's, it's looking to say, hey, one day he'll come again. And we have this, uh, this great picture in the book of Revelation where, you know, there will be no more tears, there will be no more sorrow. And so that's, that's what Advent is. And I think what a great way for us, I mean, every year to slow down and, and lean into that. But this year, I think it's, it's that much more powerful to, to slow down and say, Hey, as, as we come into the season and what's, what's the benefit of this season, I would, I would argue a little bit to say it's, it's the mixture of the Christmas and the Advent season to say, Hey, it's, it's okay for us to mourn this year. It's okay for us to slow down and say, this was not what we wanted, but to anticipate and hope for more, um, Mm -hmm. to slow down and say, Hey, there, there will be a time coming when these are not the kind of things we have to do. And I think that's across the board because people are, are really running all kinds of different levels of mourning right now. There are people who are mourning loss, you know, COVID, I think the death counts now up to 250,000, um, which is just mind blowing. Um, and I, I would say at this point, most people know someone who has died, um, you know, of COVID and that's the major thing, but there are small things of, I think of, especially of like seniors in high school this year, Think of all the things you expect to do your senior year of high school. And now it's kind of like, well, we didn't get homecoming game. We didn't get homecoming. We didn't get prom, you know. Those, those are the things where I, I feel bad about. I don't feel bad 
this is going to sound terrible. I don't feel bad that they missed their graduation because I did not enjoy that at all. It was way yeah. too long, but I feel bad for those who have missed I, just even the last day of school, prom, homecoming, mm-hmm. all, all those wonderful events. But, um, it is, it is, it is hard. It is, it is one of those years and it is so important for us to, like you kind of, like you said, to slow down and to lean in, but also to take time to, to mourn. Cause I think that's something that's easy to overlook mm-hmm. um, and the importance of mourning, but also like kind of processing this year too. You and I have talked about this as well of like, even coming into 2020, we had a, a, a list of, of dreams and goals that we wanted to accomplish. And those didn't get to be lived out this year. That doesn't mean they're never going to be lived out, but like definitely not this year. And so a lot of this year was pivoting and transitioning and spinning the tires and praying and hoping and wondering and so many things that lead you to exhaustion and to burn out. And you had mentioned this a little bit earlier uh, to me was just like the, the act and the importance of giving yourself grace as as a whole, but as also as we enter into this season of slowing down and anticipating, yeah. Yeah. and it's easier, I think, to to slow down and to anticipate and to long for what is to come, while holding on to on to grace. And I think it's it's really a time where we need to do those things, like where we need to say, "I realized the other day how much I miss." Like I haven't seen. Uh, spent time playing with my nieces since we celebrated Christmas because uh, just how it worked out with our family calendars. We celebrated in January last year. And like we, um, you know, we, we haven't really seen them since then. There's this whole year of them going into kindergarten and, you know, preschool and one of my nieces starting to walk and we just don't get to be a part of that. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, so we're mourning those morning plans, you know, things we expected for this year. Um, and I think there's, there's a lot to that. We need to, to let mourning be a reality check because there are a lot of us who are also very blessed um, because there are a lot of people who are going to need help. Um, right. You know, they've, they keep talking about the upcoming, um, rent crisis and mortgage crisis and people, you know, struggling, um, with, with home payments, with rent, with those kinds of things. And, uh, this pandemic hasn't stopped yet. And even, you know, it's, it's not going to stop. And so it's, how do we care for those among us? And part of that I think is we have to mourn so we can care for those who need, um, our help. I think this year's done a really great job of teaching us uh, empathy. Yeah. Or at least I, I, I hope that it has. Um, and I, I, I really do hope in, in um, death aside to look mm-hmm. back on this year and to be thankful for, to be thankful and grateful for the challenges and the ups and downs that this year has, has brought. Um, Cause I think that's something deeper is happening within all of us right now. And and I hope that that is leading us closer to trust, trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that for me has looked very different this year and has felt more, more real. Yeah. The act of just the act of trusting. Um, 
so uh, yeah, I, I, I look forward to mourning and processing this year in the, in the coming days. And I think Advent is a great time to do that while we have our eyes set on what is, what is to come and to come again. Yeah. Well, and, and I think this year has given us an amazing opportunity to see our idols. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very hard to mourn your idol if you're hoping it's going to come back and save you. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's revealed some really deep ones. Um, I think there are things this year has revealed that we're going to struggle with into the next decade um, right. to say, Hey, are we, are we going to, and part of mourning is, is, you know, in, in the, you know, in the steps of grief, one of them is acceptance is looking and saying, Oh, this is how it is. And so it's, it's letting go of the fairy tale of what we wanted this year to be, what we hoped this year would be, um, and it's also letting go of uh, our own prejudices, our own struggles to say, no, it's, let's mourn and move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think you get stuck when you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if anything, this year has taught us that it's not going to look the way that we want it to. And so no. really stepping into, no. well, Advent, right? Um, like the coming of Jesus, it's not going to look the way that we want it to or think it's going to look. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe even this year for Christmas, it's not going to look the way that we thought it would or wanted it to. But that doesn't mean yeah. that it's it's wrong or it's bad. It's just like anything else in 2020. It's it's a different It's different and it's a hurdle that we have to figure out how to get over. Yeah while still enjoying all along. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, in the midst of it, that's why it's getting into Christmas season, getting into some of that stuff early, I think is, is good. Cause it gives us a chance to not be as those morning without hope. Right. Mm-hmm. To say, right. Hey, part of, part of Christmas is like the lights, the season, the feel, all of it. It's a reminder of hope. I, I mean, I just experienced it the other night. I was out, walking um our dog and just kind of around the block to to give him another time outside and a few people had christmas lights up and it was it was that dorky like thought in my head like he is the light of the world and it's but it's like one of those moments where i was like man i need that this year like i need that reminder over and over again because uh you know in my 33 years of life. I don't think I've experienced a darker year where it seems like it's just going in a different direction. So, well, Merry Christmas, Ted. Yep. Yep. Glad we, uh, glad we could cover that for y'all. And, but you know, we, we wanted, I think part of this year is, and part of us coming back together to do this podcast is we don't just want to glaze over things unless they're donuts. Um, you know, hams. I'm not a ham fan. Get it out of here. You're not a glazed ham kind of guy. I am not a ham guy at all. I oh. think what about ham, ham is, in your quiche. Ham is the trash meat of the meat world. Where would you rank bologna? I would rank bologna above ham. Interesting would, move. Eat, I would eat bologna because bologna is just a giant sliced hot dog. So, um. <laughs> But no, I think, uh, you know, I think we, uh, we got to admit where we are, even as we look forward with joy, as we look forward in excitement, let's admit that like, we can't hide that, you know, this year has been tough, but Tanner, I got to ask you one final question, which is how you ask a question uh, 
and close a podcast. Yeah, I got to answer your question too. All right. So coming, coming out of the morning into a little bit of that Christmas spirit, what is the album that when you hear it, and we're talking album, that when you hear it, you go, okay, there it is, Christmas. Now, this is going to be, um, by answering the question in this way, I yes. want it to sound like I am still holding on to my childhood because I am yeah. still holding on. And, by, and when I say childhood, I, I most certainly mean my, uh, the punk rock phase of my life, Yikes. Uh, the hardcore phase of my life. Of course. August Burns Burns Red is a is a hardcore band and they have a fantastic Christmas album that every Christmas I turn it on and uh, it is just you know it's it's all of the hits but done mm-hmm. in hardcore style they don't sing in it but it's just playing the music and for some reason for me it just it lights me up with the Christmas spirit like it's just it just does it for me I don't know what it is I can't explain it but who can explain the the magic of Christmas? That's, I can't. That's it. I can't. <laughs> well, they don't do uh, that, but it is it I is know. definitely a lot of uh, of guitars and bass, and I am I'm, I'm all for it. So if you're looking for something to listen to, just uh, hop up on Spotify or uh, YouTube and type in August Burns Red Christmas album, and you will be pleasantly surprised, or you will hate it so much. See Tanner and I gotta go just the exact opposite of you. The I ultimate- would hope you would. The ultimate classic for me is when I walk into the house and Chelsea's cooking something and on our record player, she is playing the Bing Crosby Christmas album. There are few people who have done, and we're talking like overall album. I yeah. I would agree there are playlists that easily defeat Bing Crosby Christmas. But in terms of an album, if you put it on, you flip it, you know, it's an old school LP like, that for me is like, especially Bing Crosby seeing White Christmas. I know it's mm-hmm. time. Like, let's get out the cookie cutters. Let's, uh, you know, let's make some hot chocolates, some hot cider. Like, that's it. Boom, we're there. I like it. I, I don't disagree oh. with it. I think that's a fantastic pick. Like, how, how can I be? How can I argue with that? If anything, you should be arguing with mine. However, Bing Crosby Christmas, you should you and you should bring it up later on. Well, and hey, here's the deal. Join us again next week. Because what Tanner and I are going to do is, while we may have just given you some albums, what's really important at Christmas is not the whole album. They're good. But it's the songs. How do you put together, as Tanner would put together, his top five on the court for the NBA? As I would look and say, who are my starting nine in the MLB? We're going to look and we're going to say, what is the ultimate Christmas playlist? And we are going to draft songs onto our ultimate christmas playlist next week we're going to sit down turn by turn and draft our ultimate christmas album it's probably going to be the whole podcast so it's probably going to be a great podcast it's going to be there's there's nothing like a podcast saying that their podcast is great We've just given people a lot of pointers on how to make a podcast today. But you know what? Podcast great. That's right. I'm Ted. I'm Tanner. This has been our podcast.
Was that good? I don't know. That was perfect. That was real good. So, all right, Matt, we're coming back in here.